Subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back, ninjas, to another fine episode of the Ninja Selling Podcast. We have a special treat for you today because Garrett has really, really bad allergies. And so he's hopped up on all types of allergy medication. So it's 5 a.m. and I just took PM allergy medicine because it's all I could find. So we're really messing with this whole melatonin and, you know, cortisol and all this stuff. So this is going to be a lot of fun. (laughs) It's going to be that or a disaster. And I think this is going to be a fun topic too, because we're talking about time today. And we do talk a lot about this. I mean, gosh, Garrett, a lot of our coaching calls are spent on planning, time management, you know, how can we focus on getting the right activities done and things like that. And so it's really something we can't talk enough about. It's something that I think about too a lot, Garrett, right, for myself of like, hey, how can I manage my time more effectively? And how can I make sure that I'm utilizing the highest and best use of my time as kind of a, a real estate term there, right? Well, and I find that for the most often when people are going like, I need a better use of my time, I need better time management or whatnot. This is going to be bad. This is bad, man. I can't even focus my brain at all. I got a chime that went off of my computer. My brain's like, what's that? I think what happens is, is that, you know, most part is when people are struggling with time management or they're looking at like, I just need more time. They're not planning their time well to begin with. They're not sitting down and saying, how do I master the time that I have in front of me? They're just wishing they had more time and they're just fumbling time all over the place. And I understand, and people always point to the exceptions first, right? Well, but I had this thing happen this week. It's like, okay, yeah, this week, this day, this month, whatever it might be, there are things that come in and compete for your time. But if your perspective is already set to a, I'm losing time and I'm not managing time well, that thing is going to become a big challenge for you as it relates to time, right? And you made the comment of like, you know, we hear people say all the time, like, I just wish I had more time. If I could just have more hours in the day, like that would be better. And it's really kind of a cop out a little bit of like, instead of trying to figure out the time that we have and be better with it, it's just like, oh, I'm just going to put it on. I just wish I had more time. Let's take a step back and really look at the hours that you have. We've talked about it before, but it's the reason that book 168 hours is a really good book to make you work your day backwards. You know, you take out your sleep, you take out your time you want with your family, you take out all these pieces. And then you're like, okay, well, I've only got this much time left to do my business in. Let's maximize that time. And I look at it like with my calendar. If something goes on my calendar, it's because I have given it the quality for me that says like it's non-negotiable. I'm giving it that time. It's getting to own that time now. If I give an appointment to a friend of mine, Matt, time to you, time to show up and do this podcast twice a week. It's like I'm putting that time block in there and saying, Matt now owns that time in my calendar. The podcast listeners now own that time in my calendar. It's not up for negotiation. It's not something that's just like, oh, I hope it happens. That's how most people need to look at their calendar. If you're going to bother to put it in there, give it ownership. And you're right. And this is where I get into like, okay, let's think about time for a second. And this is the whole thought of, well, I wish I had more time. It's like, Do you really? Because you do have it. It's just going to come tomorrow. Like, Why do you need more time today? Time is going to march on whether you have more of it in one day or you have less of it in one day. Time is a unit of measurement. And 
there's a whole logistical problem if we all of a sudden make our day 30 hours. It's like, well, then do we sleep more overnight or like, do we need to have another meal? Like, or does our aging process change because now our years are different in time measurement versus it leads me down a very interesting path that leads to relativity and all this other stuff. Please don't go there today, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we come back to like, okay, time is just a unit of measure. Everybody has a different perspective on it. And you brought this up. If time is a unit of measure, if you pass on an hour of time, right? If you misuse an hour, let's say, you have something on your calendar and you decide I'm not going to show up for that, right? That hour does not come back to you. It is gone. You can still do the task at another time, but you know how to go figure out a future time. And I'll say this is for things that you, me, us individually are responsible for in that control of time. You can always have an event happen like, oh my God, I need to go pick up my kid at school because they got hurt. And that's taking away a task. That's different than you showing up to a time block and going, you know what? I'm going to answer some emails instead of doing my hour of power. That hour of power is now gone. And when you look at how we're trying to build our business, it's important to have focused time blocks because if that's gone today and gone tomorrow, and those were your two opportunities this week to be in flow, you've now lost a week of proactive flow. And if you do that two weeks in a row, now you've lost two weeks out of an entire year or 50% of your month to try to be in proactive flow. That's going to have an impact on your business. Well, think about the things, Matt, that you show up for and you bring all your energy to typically have deadlines the stuff that's non-negotiable. You know, if you're going on vacation, there's a deadline of when we have to have all of our stuff done because we're leaving town. Real estate transactions, negotiating contracts and getting the, you know, to the deadlines of a deal. They all have deadlines on them like they have to be done by this time. Workouts? Yeah, not really any deadline on that one. Your Monday planning meetings with yourself depends on how you look at it on your calendar. Did you put a deadline that it has to be done by 9am on Monday morning, every single Monday morning, because that's what the deadline is on it? I don't think very many people look at it that way. Handwritten notes, is there a deadline on getting those things done for the week? Real estate reviews, are there deadlines on it? There's no deadlines. It's just kind of like, yeah, we're going to see what we can do to get two real estate reviews out this week. And you get to the end of the week and you're like, "Eh, it was a great idea. Like, yeah, we got close. I made one. I didn't get any out. And this is where when you had said, I'm like, this is an important concept to think about. Time lost is time lost. You don't get it back. Now, this isn't to say you can't act in the present moment to fix that going forward and not something you should beat yourself up about unless you're doing it over and over and over again, (laughs) but acknowledge it. I think it's important to embrace that an hour lost is an hour lost and an hour captured is an hour captured on the other side of that show up for your hour of power. It's like, yes, we did that. Show up for your real estate reviews at the time you said you do them. Yes, we did that. Now you look at the rest of the week, you're like, I have so much time. Garrett, talk to two busy people, right? One organized, one not organized. Let's say they accomplished the same thing in a week. One just did it in an organized fashion, one did it in a disorganized fashion. Same things happen. Who is happier at the end of the week? The organized person. And what is their conversational tone and things usually like? Usually a bit more positive. I would say positive. They're just more structured on what's going on. They have more of a grasp of what's going on. So their brain can focus on one thing at a time instead of thinking about all the moving parts that are out there that they just need to figure out how to put the pieces together to get it done. So it allows them to have just more focus with each activity that they're involved with. Yeah. 
which then at the end of the week, in my opinion, sets them up to then have a better week the next week as well, because they just know what's coming. They know that Thursday is going to be a full day. There's a lot happening. There's a lot of things they need to pay attention to. And they may be working overtime, but they know it in advance versus, oh man, I can't believe I'm still working and it's it's seven o'clock, right? Another big difference that we don't look into with this time is like physically at the end of the week, the person who was more organized is going to be in better physical and mental shape. They're going to sleep better. Their body's going to be able to perform better. They're not going to be as exhausted as the person who is disorganized. And I'm talking about two people who literally have the same weeks. Don't come at me with the exceptions yet, okay? It's like, because I hear that, it's like, well, but you don't know. It's like, no, 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 no. We do know in this hypothetical scenario that we created exactly what's going on with these people, okay? Well, and I think that the busier you get, and I watch people with this, they either have to say, I'm out, or they have to at some point go, I got to get more organized with this if we're going to continue to grow. That bridge always happens. Well, for most people, it happens as we're working with them. They either throw in the towel and say, this is my max of what I can handle. Or they say, okay, I need to get more organized so I can go and do more. It's interesting that I, I think, Matt, you probably agree with me on this, is that as we watch a busy person want to do more, I want to go back to the deadlines for a second. They start to realize that, well, okay, if I want to do this Monday planning meeting with myself, the only way it's going to happen is that it gets done at this time right here, no exceptions, and it's wrapped and completed by that time because there is no extra time I'm going to file into my week that I can just make that happen. If I want to get my handwritten notes done, this is the time that it's going to happen. And it's not like it's important to me to get it done. I'm going to make sure I get it done. But this is the only time allowed to make that happen. And that only time allowed, and I'm giving ownership of that time to that activity right there to complete it. That's a game changer for a lot of people when they figure that out in their calendars. Because it's not just this like hypothetical idea on the calendar. It's like, no, it's going to get done and that's the time and I'm committed to it. And it, that mindset needs to happen for people that maximize their time. Because it's very easy to just go like, oh, I'll have more time tomorrow. You will have more time tomorrow. But when you look at the time that you're on this planet with us, no, you don't have more. There's a point in this world that we're all living in together that that time is done. Now we're getting into... The fun stuff, Garrett. Yeah. And we don't know how much time that is either. So any time lost, because people say, well, we only have this much time on the planet. It's like, okay, you can go look at the averages, but I don't know if you're going to live to 60, 80, or 150. I hope that we all live to 150 or beyond. In fact, some of the stuff that's coming out says that we might. So it doesn't matter when the end is. What matters is, is the spent time is always going to be spent. Like, From zero to now, that time has been spent. From zero to tomorrow, that time has been spent when that time arrives, right? So those hours are gone. And why let them go and let them pass by when we do want to have some element of productivity? Now, kind of carving back just a second, Garrett, you were talking about planning and getting these things on your calendar and everything. And so I hear the people saying, okay, well, how do I get ahead? I got so much stuff right now. Like, I don't even know where to start with organizing this because I don't feel I have the time now to schedule. What would you say to that person? How do we start to capture back control of this time? So first off, if we look at this week and we're looking at it, we want to freak ourselves out going, where am I going to fit it all in? 
there's no place to fit it all in. You're right. There's no place to fit it all into this week. You are 100% correct. What about next week? What? That week's messed up also. I got buyers coming in from out of town. I got this going on. I got this project I'm working on, and I'm supposed to be here to do this. I'm getting on a plane on Thursday. That week's messed up also. Great. Got the next week. There's always a week you can go out to that's like a virgin week. It's untouched. It's perfect. It's beautiful. I can make this thing any way that I want it to be. I can go in there and mess with it. I can put my schedules in there, get all my little important dates and things that I want to do to be that type of person. Whatever this person is that you're trying to model and say, I want to be the healthy person. I want to be the one with a really fine-tuned, just cranking business. I want to be the one that's the referral person that everyone looks at and goes like, that's who I'm referring my friends to. You get to look at that week and say, how does somebody that produces those results of health, relationship with their friends, relationship with their kids, relationship with their spouse, how does somebody like that show up to get those types of results? You're going to take this beautiful, perfect week that's not touched yet, and you're going to create the type of person that has those results. And then you got to show up for it. Did that answer your question? It did. It was so good. I love how I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is the way Garrett's going to answer it. Let's go. And is that's like so perfect because I sit there and I go, man, if I have a crazy week this week and next week, like you just gave me permission to be okay with that. You just gave me permission to be okay with the craziness that's going on so that I can just handle that. And that is the beginning of the change of the non-conscious program that exists in your brain that says you are just disorganized and changes it to, well, actually, now you know what's going on this week. So you're kind of organized now, actually. Yes, we were disorganized up to how this stuff got there, but now you're going to handle it in an organized fashion. Well, then what's really important is like these crazy events are going to come into your life again and again and again. These crazy weeks with buyers coming in from out of town and travel and whatnot, it's going to take place again. The difference is now is you have now a platform of the person that you are planning on working towards, this person that has referrals falling on the sky all over the place, the person that has the spouse and the, per- the people that love them and the kids that are like, you're my most favorite person in the world instead of we never see you anymore. We get to now put that ahead of everything else. And then you got to figure out like, yeah, I got buyers coming in from out of town. And instead of going like, well, I can schedule over all this stuff here. You just go like, no, no, no. Those are set in my schedule. Now I need to figure out how to make this buyer coming in from out of town work around this stuff because this is what drives me to be the person that I strive to be. That happens first. Now we fit in these things around it. And that's what will allow you to be more organized. The minute you start scheduling over stuff, the minute you start throwing things out the window, then we find ourselves a year down the road going, crap, how do we get back here again? Well, and I think for the most part, people schedule quote unquote over stuff by accident because there wasn't something else there. So when you look out at that virgin week, however far out it is, now today we have to make sure we're making the decisions congruent with making sure that week stays protected by not saying, oh yeah, that should work. And then all of a sudden looking at your calendar and going, oh, I double booked that. Oh, and it happens all the time. People are like, oh yeah, yeah, I can make that work. I'm like, have you looked at your calendar? I'm sure that time's open. Really? I would never do that to my calendar. I would never schedule an appointment of like, yeah, I can just make that work. If I'm not in front of my calendar, my answer is I can't even make the appointment with you right now. I need to circle back around you. We need to talk. I'll call you. I can email you sometimes. But I would never sit there with anybody in my world and say, oh yeah, Tuesday at three? Sure, I'll be there. 
I can't give my word and commitment to that time right now with you. So basically me just like throwing it out there like, a, yeah, I'm lying to somebody in here somewhere. I'm either lying to myself that I can show up for my workout or I'm lying to this person that I can make this appointment with them. But somebody's getting lied to if I'm just like, sure, I can make it work. And that's not okay. Like that's why you don't handle your schedule that way. Dude, these drugs are working, man. I'm just telling you right now. I'm getting fired up. You're doing great. Afrin, we're going to sponsor Afrin No Drip Nighttime is what you want to use in the morning, just so you know. <laughs> Fast forward two hours, Garrett's drooling on the microphone. Just uh. I have a really important meeting, Matt, in one hour. That's going to be the test of time. I know. I'm going to be on that meeting. That'll be fun. Well, I hear the excuses coming in from people. What happens if? Okay, what happens if is a totally different thing, right? Because there are things. I had to cancel something this week because all of a sudden... I lost a babysitter, right? We didn't lose them. They just couldn't make the commitment. And so I had to cancel something that I was going to do because Jen was traveling all week. So it was just me. And I had somebody lined up and then they're like, hey, something came up. I can't do it. And I was like, hey, man, that happens. And so I had to call my buddy and say, hey, listen, I can't make it, right? That happens. Those are the exception. That's not the majority of the time. That's not the rule. And when you proactively go out there, and I'll give another example, trying to meet up in person with with a couple of people and we're looking at the calendars and we're like, okay, September. We're setting a meeting for September because we were both being very diligent with our calendars and saying, hey, if we want to have this structured time, here's where we can actually fit it in. And that's awesome. Now I know in September, those two days are secure. And then we'll probably revisit that in a couple of months just to make sure that we're still good on that. And here's another tool or tactic or strategy, however you want to look at it, Garrett, is if you're in that place where you're saying like, I don't want to lie to somebody by saying I can do it, and you're still not sure, then set a time a week from now to say, hey, let's get together for 15 minutes next Monday just to sync up calendars. I'm having some challenges. I got some changes coming up. Let's connect next Monday, and then we can make a commitment on what we want to do. That's totally okay as well. Now you're driving forward with control versus like, I don't know what's going to come in. We'll just kind of go wherever. It's like driving a car without a steering wheel. You don't want to do that. Maybe it would be fun. No, it's not. I've lost steering in a vehicle before. It's really not fun at all. (laughs) We want to drive that car with a steering wheel and planning ahead as much you can puts the steering wheel on the vehicle. Scarier than losing brakes, by the way. I've done that one also. Those are important factors. I know I'm getting sidetracked with that. I would agree with that because, I mean, if you hit the brakes and there's no steering, I mean, you could flip the car. I did that getting off the freeway one time. Danville, California, Sycamore Avenue. Just everybody who knows that got off that exit with no brakes. But at least you could steer. You know where the impact is going to be. You're like, at least I can control where I'm going to crash. It was a very scary cloverleaf. Let me just put that into perspective. (laughs) So I think, again, Matt, just I think to kind of bring this all back around is that, you know, the reason we wanted to talk about this today is we watch people not take full ownership of their time. They get in the mindset of like, well, there's always another hour. We can just push this off. I think it's also really interesting when you start looking at this way and you start analyzing the hours that you just had and ask yourself, did I make the most of that time? Did I take that one hour that was given to me and really turn it into something that's going to help me be the person that I want to be? And a lot of times, even I have to do it. I can look back on an hour and be like, that did nothing to help me grow to where I want to go and the person I want to be and the, and the life that I want to have. And it's kind of scary how often we have some of those hours. And if you really step back and say, well, what if I turn half of those into powerful hours that are going to help me be who I want to be? 
we watch people in our world all the time that you're like, how in the world do they get it all done? How in the world? I was watching a podcast of the day and whether you love them or hate them, you look at somebody like Elon Musk and you go, okay, the amount of stuff that that guy has his hands in and what he's doing and what he's involved with, the amount of committees. And I'm not saying you have to run your world like that, but he obviously has a passion around it. He has a drive to want to be there. And that guy is maximizing time. Like, I would love to follow him for a day and be like, dude, how many down hours do you have in a day? Just like down hours, just doing whatever. It would be fascinating to see like how focused he is with certain hours. I bet you actually he has downtime because he's so, from what I've read and what I've watched from him, so incredibly structured with the time that he has when he's on purpose and on point. Part of this podcast was saying, you know, when you get a chance to be with him, like, what do you guys talk about? And the guy answered back, he says, we only talk about what the project is that we're working on. Like, we don't go and talk about other things or hypotheticals or whatnot. Like, it's highly focused time. I mean, again, I'm not saying be like him, but I am saying like in our worlds, what if we own that time that way? What if we were fully engaged with the hours that we had? And what if we were structured with it? I'll throw out a challenge for people, and this is a challenge for myself as well, is schedule for yourself one hour of deep, focused work every day. Pick whatever that is. This is a great way to exercise your Ninja 9 throughout the week, but you'd say, hey, for this hour, this is the one and only thing that I am going to be focused on. There is going to be nothing else. Maybe that's writing notes. Maybe that's really deep focus on your hot and warm list. But pick something each day. This hour is going to be just incredible focus. And pick something that's some, that is an activity that'll move your business or your personal life forward. That's probably a good choice. Every day? Every day. Just choose one hour. And be objective with yourself when you're looking at things. Because we're all going to mess up with this stuff. Garrett, you and I do it. I had an hour the other day where I'm like, man, I really should have focused better on that. But that's gone. But you know what I can do? I can do things right now in the present moment. Keep the perspective on you always have control over right now. And that's the only thing that you actually have control over. So what's done is done. Just learn from it. What's coming hasn't come yet. You have control over now. And so if you plan out, hey, these one hour each day, just start it next week or start it today or tomorrow and just say, hey, this one hour, I'm going to be deep focus on this, show up, accomplish it, be like, great. If you do that, the entire day is going to be a win. Guaranteed. So here's my thing. And I'm actually willing to commit the hour. I'm actually fascinated by this. The other thing that I think, if you're sitting there saying like, I don't have an hour to give to that. Do 30 minutes. Pick a time frame. The excuse monsters are rampant with this stuff and you just get rid of it. Well, it's either like it's all in or not. It's like, well, like if I'm either going to do the hour with Matt and Garrett or I'm not going to do it at all. Well, it'd be easy for Garrett for us to say, it's like, well, you know what? I have uh, seven coaching calls today. There's not an hour time block. It's like, okay, well then find a half hour. Or what if I did an hour at night? What if I read a book for an hour before bed? I'm sitting here looking at my guitars hanging on the wall and going like, I haven't picked one of those up in a while. What if, what if I gave those an hour every day for the next seven days? And what would it look like at the end of that week, just in one week of my ability of playing it or being comfortable on the guitar? It'd be a totally different story because I have been given an hour to the guitar in probably the last year combined. The thing about an hour and why I love, like you had said, an hour gone is an hour gone. You can't get it back. It's like an hour is so much time. 
It is a lot of time. It's also not a lot of time in the grand scheme of your schedule. So you go put in an hour of work on the guitar. Whatever emails and stuff come in like is not going to be a problem that you address that an hour later. But the hour you spend with that guitar is going to be so tremendous. Your skill set is going to be developed so significantly well during that hour. It's like, wow, Like that's the power of that, that deep focused work. And so I guess that's the challenge, guys. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take my amplifier and my guitar and I'm going to sit on the back porch. And when the neighbors are complaining, I'm going to be like, I have a commitment to my people. You have 45 minutes left, guys. Don't worry. I'll be here tomorrow, by the way. Would it be better if I did it earlier? I just got to get one hour in the day. I can turn this amplifier to direct towards your house. Is that what you'd like to see? All right, Garrett, you made it, dude. You made it. I did. I'm literally, I can barely hold my eyes open and I need more tea, but we did. There's a finish line. I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. We originally were like, all right, we'll get through this. We'll do about 15 minutes. And here we are coming up on close to 30 minutes. But guys, I appreciate everybody listening to us kind of go through our our fun talks like this that are productive for you and me, Garrett, too. I get a lot out of this. And I appreciate everybody listening and, and participating in our Facebook community, facebook.com slash groups slash the Ninja Selling Podcast. Head over there, probably about 8,000 or so now. Larry made the mention, and I was going to post this on my Instagram anyway, take screenshots, because I love when I see a post and then the comments like 100, 150. Some posts get over 200 comments on them when people are asking questions about stuff and like, whoa, the ideas flying in the conversation that takes place in the comments too. It's just... There's a lot of really good stuff in there. And I will say, as it relates to time, if you're going to go spend some time in there, block the time that you're going to go check there. Take 15 minutes, you know, a couple of times a week to hop into the podcast community and see what's happening. See if there's a referral that might be for your location. Could you imagine if somebody committed their one hour a day just to being on Facebook? They're like, I'm going to give one hour a day, 100% focused on Facebook. I will say, if you give an hour a day of focus of going in there, commenting on stuff, messaging people you're going to see some results out of that. So that's an interesting thing, Matt. I know I'm derailing our, our outro, but a lot of people already spend an hour a day <laughs> looking at Facebook. Right, but they just spend the hour scrolling. It would be spending an hour focused. It'd be an hour like with an intention. Could be actually a very interesting thing. And I think if you actually set aside an hour, like you'd get like 10 minutes in and you're like, wait, I still got 50 minutes left in Facebook. I better do some things here. And maybe it's not, maybe we commit to something different. All right. Sorry. I know uh, Matt and I have a habit of, well, not a habit. We have a structure of one of us does the intro and one of us does the outro. And I'm realizing that I'm like depositing the outro on Matt right now. But so I'm going to bring this back around. I want to say, Matt, you already mentioned the group. I want to say thank you to everybody out there. We appreciate you all. I'm happy that my brain somewhat functioned for our podcast today or episode. Matt, I appreciate you tons. Thanks for uh, walking me through this today. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you, Garrett. So, hey, On to the next one, guys. Have an amazing day today. Absolutely dominate it. We appreciate you very much. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, everyone. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at theninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.